stop. Daily thoughts. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Bing bong. Um, all right. <laughs> Things are good. Don't worry. Things are just awesome right now. Um, yeah, I figured we hop on because the Yankees just decided. I don't even know they really decided. They're just we're, we're poor, I guess. I don't think they decided. I feel like they're just taking a long post-Thanksgiving nap, probably a world record at this point, standing at five days since the holiday, and they just haven't done anything except for one minor league signing. Yeah, nice uh, little Joely Rodriguez action. Yeah, catch catch the fever. J Rod's back. Yeah, that Gallo trade really came in the dance. Really, we were gonna come after, uh, like we were gonna record after the the GM meetings, not the one on ones, because those are probably kaputs. Because uh, the yeah the league's probably gonna lock out as of tomorrow, um, or today, probably depending on when this drops. But um, yeah, like the initial rumors came out of that one. <laughs> they were promising. I'm looking at it now. We we decided we write stuff down occasionally. Like sometimes we're prepared. But um, we were like, we we're going to talk, you know, because uh, Passon had his whole report after the meetings. He was like, okay, the Boris client's probably going to sign first, which actually did happen. They're, they're going to sign before the lockout. Um, we had been connected to all four, five of the big name uh, uh, shortstops, basically. And yep. uh, yeah, then it kind of just went to poop from there. Uh, Mr. Poop and Chest. Mr. Poop and Chest. Mr. Google Search. Um, yeah, over the past, I don't know, what, 48, 72 hours, right? A lot happened. A lot happened that didn't involve our team. No, uh, there were some loose rumors, right? Like, Cashman spoke to some people. Uh, obviously, after his, like, end-of-the-year stuff, like, welcome back, boom, press conference was like, okay, like, we're probably going to be connected. Like, not in so many words, because it was never like, okay, we're in on all the big names. He never mentioned anybody specifically, but, like, the thought process was is that like okay we're gonna go after a shortstop probably try to address first base maybe center field and catcher and everyone was like all right good those are the places that you probably should address but uh with five well really like five, five to six like actual quality shortstops out there uh the yanks just decided not to broach anybody really with an actual deal um except for marcus simeon apparently yeah but he went relatively first pretty early on. So yeah, he was the first one to sign. The Rangers swooped in and got him for seven years, one hundred seventy-five million. And then, um, if it wasn't enough, our beloved Texas Rangers swooped in and got Seager as well. So ten years, three hundred twenty-five million dollars. Um, a lot of money flowing out of Dallas right now. Yeah, the last time they did that, they spent it all on a rod, and then we got him eventually two years later. So it's okay. It's all a part of the plan, baby. Yeah, that worked out well for us last time. Um, yeah. No, in all seriousness, uh, kind of sucks. We got beat to the punch on both of those guys. Uh, had been connected to Seager. Cash did talk to his agents. Um, same thing with Simeon. Simeon, there was a little more concrete stuff where it was uh, they delete, they were willing to offer him six years on a deal, but didn't want to go to the seventh, and that kind of felt like the recurring theme for most teams who were in on him. He's 31. Not really sure he's going to age particularly. Like you know, a, you know, thirty-one year old middle infielder might not age well, especially because he prides himself on defense, which could regress. Off, would probably will regress honestly as you go forward. Yeah. Um. So, 
not too broken up about that one. I did like Simeon, I think, like the third most out of these shortstops for the most part, um, or fourth most, depending on how you feel about it. Uh, but he's gone. Seager's gone. That's a long deal for a guy who's probably going to be a third base in, in the next, like, three years and is injured a lot, if you want me to just try to grasp at straws and try to justify it, I guess. Um, how'd you feel about that one? It did seem long. I I guess the problem is we've been so attached to the idea of Seeger showing up in pinstripes and it's kind of been, well, now at this point, it's kind of reached that breaking point where it's like Yankees just give as many years, as much money as you can, because there's no one left on the table. That's going to make a difference. Um, so in hindsight, I don't really feel anything. I mean, I usually don't feel anything anyways, but just wanting to have that sort of left-handed bat player in the lineup, is kind of an urge that's too strong to resist and now that he's gone it kind of feels like we're no longer partners for anybody because all that's left is story and correa yeah javi Baez signed today too he did do that yeah well overnight monday tuesday morning uh signed with the tigers which took them out of at least the correa sweepstakes because that was like a strong indication uh, given that A.J. Hinch, his former manager from Houston, is there. Yeah, would like to point out that a lot of people said the Simeon signing took the Rangers out of the Seager sweepstakes, and that proved to be false. So hey, Yeah, you're right. So I, Anything I, I, could happen. Anything could happen. Like I, I put nothing past anybody at this point, for the most part, except for the fact that I think we're just going to be kind of lazy on this. <laughs> yeah. Relatively speaking, I, anything could happen. It's, it's just like... like it's uh, as if Cashman thought no one was going to sign before the, the lockout and just kind of held his cards to his Now, chest. that was a prevailing theory that I did see, like, floated around from a, from a few different people. Sweeney Murdy had that. Someone was in his mentions and said, like, do you think they just got caught off guard that no one, like, they didn't expect people to sign before the lockout? And he said, honestly, it, it, it feels like that might be the case. So, not great on their part for thinking nobody was going to sign. Another theory that I've had floating around in my head is that, so there was a report a few weeks back Lindsay Adler had it and uh, Evan Drellich too from the, the athletic that uh, how was one of the notable owners that voted for a, um, a, a low, a, uh, a lower luxury tax threshold. He wanted to be at 180 million, which the owners had proposed um, to the players union and uh, players union rightfully rejected that. So obviously the guy does not feel like spending 200 million on any payroll whatsoever, which is, frankly ridiculous you own the yankees like i'm not saying we have to be like again this uh, it feels like inevitable because it feels like we're just gonna have to compare this to the mets no matter what now after the weekend they just had but i'm not expecting you to go that crazy anymore but i don't know just a little sense of like hey i have money let me spend a little bit of it but whatever it was about the money mr spider-man for the mets (sighs) put that audio in there it's not always about the money spider-man about the Mets, baby. Love the Mets. All right, baby. Let's go get a home run, baby. Love the Mets. Let's go Mets. Um, <laughs> God. Yeah, it's uh, it's not what you want. Um, no. Yeah, but it's what we have. Damn it, we're gonna get through it. The starters went pretty quickly too. That was another bummer as well. Um, yeah. John Gray, the guy who I like the most, four years, fifty-six million. I don't know how you're not even in the conversation for that, but okay. I know, sure. like, some people think that starting pitching is not, like, the biggest need in the world because starters actually did perform well last year. But it doesn't help when it's Cole, Monty, and then a bunch of other dudes who you have no idea what you're going to get out of them. I'm looking forward to Kluber shoving in our faces every, like, for five games this year. 
Oh my God! They are not going to hit a single slider. It's going to be beautiful. No, you know he's going to he's going to throw he's going to one up the no hitter. He's going to throw a perfect game against us at the trop out of all places. At the trop, you know it's going to happen. I thought he's going to break down, which entirely possible too. But yeah, uh, none. I don't think either of us were like clamoring for them to sign a starter, but it was just more like okay, like that deal was very accessible. Why not do that? So. Looking at the list that we made, they offered a year and twenty-five million to Verlander, and he got two years, fifty million from the Astros. You were more upset about that than I was. Yeah, I mean, just I get that Verlander just wanted to stay because that kind of adds up. But yeah, you know, would have been nice to see them make a move, especially now with that same hindsight that says they don't have any free agent starters available for them. No, uh, there's still a few, but the options are very much limited um so i'm taking a look at like the document okay like we're no longer getting a center fielder starling Marte signed by the mets but i i always thought that one was a bit of a long shot and it's a bit dicey to give a 33 year old center fielder who's very reliant on speed that much money good for the mets like good for Steve yeah. Cohen. he has that money spend it could backfire but hey you'd you know try to make a push to win now worry about the future yeah. later I guess. Um, all the shortstop we have listed here, except, well, Seager and Simeon gone. Baez also gone. Correa and Story, the only two left. Correa yeah. is starting to feel like a long shot. There was a report that Ken Rosenthal had that uh, a lot of players are still not over <laughs> the cheating scandal, which is great. Yeah. I love that. It's so, been four years. Do you think it's Judge? I mean, probably, and he's the voice of the room. So, yeah. I can't say that. I, I, like, I'm disappointed because it's like, okay, he can clearly help you win. But I also, I get it. I'm a guy who holds grudges, so I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I can relate. I just feel like if it's something that's this, it's definitely going to help them on an organizational level to have a guy like that in the lineup. Yeah. So I just don't understand why they wouldn't do it. Yeah. I like guess I, the, yeah. I was picturing this in my mind. Like, obviously, if the long shot happens and they did sign Korea for 10 years, $350 million, the entire you know news cycle until we got to the regular season, which God knows when that's going to be because of the lockout, True. is going to be can the Yankees like congeal with this guy who's the most hated Astro and unapologetic for the cheating scandal. And then he'll have a walk-off double or home run in May or June and everyone's going to forget about it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how it's going to go. You're going to get a dozen callers a day on, you know, the fan and ESPN radio, just calling in like, this was a terrible move. There's no way the club is going to stick together. Da, da, da. But Case said repeatedly too. He's just like, just give like give him like a walk off in the middle of May, and that dude's like gonna be beloved by the by everybody. Just, yeah. Stan did it. Stan had that walk off on against the Mariners his first year, and people started to love him after that. Obviously, he still gets flack every now and then, of course, too. But still, like that was like the turning point for the most part. Yeah. Um, it happens. People get over stuff very quickly. Um. Yeah. Uh, Marte's gone, so that's your one center fielder option in terms of free agents. Uh, Verlander gone, uh, Gray, who I wanted, gone, Robbie Ray, no longer with the Blue Jays, so that's good. Signed by the yeah. Mariners, that's a lot yeah. of money. That was a, five years, 115 million dollars. What'd you think of that one? Did you like because I know the Yankees had, had interest in before <laughs> there was a trade on the table that we could have sent Clint to get him, so that was funny. 
Oh, that's good. Yeah, that was. We should probably try to do that again. Continue. I mean, the deal seemed fine. Him and Gosman got not equivalent deals, but pretty similar. So they got bags for for five years. Like that's it's a lot of money. Like they kind of went the Corbin route with those with those deals. Yeah, I don't hate the Yankees for not doing the deals, but I guess the problem is being always painted in this light of you're going to be spending all this money on whoever you want. So you should be able to set the market at whatever you want. Yeah. Just very different. Yeah. Nowadays it's, it's no longer the same. Um, yeah. Yeah. We weren't connected to any of those guys. Like literally the only people that I think we were mostly connected to were Mars Hay and obviously some of the shortstops as well. And Verlander. Yeah. No other starters really. Gray was more of a, Gray was a me thing, of course. And then some people on Twitter too, you know, a lot of people would just been like, oh, that'd be a good addition for the Yankees, you know, low cost option. Um, Ray had been assumed, had been at least assumed by a couple people because of the Yankees like previous interest in him, but there was no like concrete rumors. Um, so they technically haven't lost out on like anybody in that aspect, but it's just kind of disconcerting when they don't even make an effort to talk to these people. Like Martino directly tweeted out the other day when the Mets were engaged with Scherzer, like they just, the Yankees just had no interest of talking to Max Scherzer, which is laughably bad. I think they should have been in on it, but once that Mets price point got out, there was no, no agreed. Yeah. I'm not necessarily miffed that like they did like, and it's not you even got to like kick all the tires. You just like, I don't know. I, but is it bad or worse? Because then, like, it's a catch-22 because when they're in and then they lose out on these guys, then people get even more pissed off because it's just like, you couldn't match that? It's like, well, I mean, $130 million for over three years for Max Scherzer, who's 37, is a lot of money. Like, don't get me wrong. Again, another, like, fine deal for the Mets. Steve Cohen can eat that and crap out $130 million the next day. It's fine. But I, I, don't, I don't know. I, it's, it'd be nice if they were, like, at least in on these guys in, in yeah. some capacity. But I also understand, like, why you wouldn't want to do that. Because then, you know, people online would just be like, oh, dude, like, you couldn't match, you know, five years, 120 instead for Robbie Ray. It's like, well, like, at one point, this has become, like, too much. Yeah. And that's know? the slippery, slippery slope that we've been on for a while. Because, you know, they're just not signing anybody. And everyone's worried about spending too much money. But you also have to spend money. So... <laughs> Honestly, it's, no one's going to be happy regardless of what they do. No, I, I think it's just the best for all of us to just accept that. Like, whether or not they do go out and spend stuff like after this lockout or literally right before, considering it technically starts tomorrow. Like, I, I don't know, over the next like 20 something or it, a little less than probably the next like 12 hours, like, what are you going to hear? Who are they going to be connected to, if anybody? Um, it's tough. The remainders that we have left are, well, I guess we could break it down. Um, for shortstop, you have Correa, Story, mm-hmm. Anderson Simmons, who they've been connected to. Who? God we, damn it, no. Yeah. I, it just feels inevitable at this point. If it's as a utility infielder, a backup option, fine. Yes. If your point That is can't to, be the crown jewel. No. If your idea of, okay, we're going to fill in for a season with that is just like, like, why? We talk about offensive black holes all the time in terms of people like, oh, like, get Gary out of the lineup. Get like uh, Gallo out of the lineup because all they do is stri- like you know home run or strike out. Anderson Simmons doesn't offer you anything. He doesn't. No, hit. there's no positive there. He's literally just a glove. You stick him in the infield, and he's a designated. That infield. man is a glove. God damn it. He's a just designated one, infield. One hand. That's it. 
And like, oh, they have all these DH types. I'm like, well, do you want a designated infielder type? I guess like that's it. Just the guy who just fields, and that's that's it. That's all you want. Yeah, they're gonna do face-off surgery with Glaber Torres, and they're gonna give Andrew Simmons Glaber oh. Torres's face, so he'll play the field, but Glaber will hit. And people, uh, people like to point out Glaber too. It's like, well, he offers you nothing on either side of the plate. It's like, all right, I, I get it. But like, I don't have to pay actual money to go get Glaber Torres. Like, he's just here. Like, he's ba- he's on what like year two of arbitration. Like, yeah, you're not paying. You're not paying him anything. No, if you go out and give Anderson Simmons like two years, twenty million dollars. Like, what are you doing? It just seems like a big waste of money. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they they they, they talked to him apparently according to John Hammond, Story and Seager, Story and Curry, the other two guys. Uh, Rosenthal doesn't think that Correa is going to happen. Other insiders are obviously trying to paint him a rosier picture. Like, you can't get the Yankees out. I, I can't. I can get the Yankees out on a lot of different things. Um, I don't think it's going to be Correa. <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to give him 10 years, 30 to 50 million or whatever the hell he's going to command. I just, I can't see it happening. Especially now in the light that, like, Rosenthal is trying to say, like, the Yankees, the, the, like, members of that 2018, 2017 team or whatever, like, they still have beef with him. I, I just, I can't see it. So dumb. It is dumb. It's petty. But also, I, I do enjoy the pettiness in some sense, some shape or form. I think it just makes a good heel. I would enjoy the pettiness if, like, it facilitated the Yankees to be a better team and just dominate, but they don't. So it doesn't mean anything. It's yeah, like, we also, oh, we're angry, but we're not going to be better. Yeah, we also haven't gotten over the Astros hump either. So, like, that doesn't help. Uh, like, if we beat them in a playoff series, it'd be a different story. I'd be like, all right, you guys finally use the motivation to beat them. But it's like, yeah, but I, they don't. Yeah, it's we don't. Awful. Just go yeah. get the guy then. Yeah, if you can't beat him, join him. Like, just, yeah. just do it. Just do it. Can't beat um, him. Pay him. That's it. That's How did you simple. do this? <laughs> we use the money to destroy the Astros. Like, what did you think that we were gonna do? Yeah, the, literally, that is the best way for the Yankees to get back at the Astros for the cheating scandal. Be like, fuck you, you goddamn mid market, high mid market team. We're gonna we take your money. best player. We're gonna take. Yeah, we're taking your best player and your lunch. Like, that's it. But they got their lunch money taken by Justin Verlander instead. And no, they're just gonna cry in the dugout. Probably. That's it. Oh my god. god. Um, I'm not optimistic on it. I, I don't think they're gonna get him. I, no. But the story this, is more optimistic at this point. But I don't even think he's gonna come. I don't even know. the The thing with the Korea, the thing with Korea is that the or just shortstops in general, the market is now obviously smaller than it was before. You have the Yankees yeah. and the Yankees and the Astros are two teams who have clear needs at shortstop right now at this given moment. They have prospects who are nearly ready, but. For a year or two, if they still want to be contenders, and it does seem like both the Astros and the Yankees want to contend for one more year, uh, they they don't like they could use a shortstop, obviously, in the, in the interim. Um, yeah. On the outside of that, the Cardinals could use one, but they also have a lot of money tied up in Goldschmidt and Arenado. So I don't know if you want to divert three quarters of your like you know like most like you know three quarters yeah. of your infield just has high money. I don't know if the the Cardinals out of all teams would do that. Um, another one. Uh, another team with uh, the Phillies, of course. Dabrowski always likes to spend a little bit. They definitely need a shortstop. Um, Didi has just progressed in that like immensely. Although Philly fans are very much on a crusade now, just like, hey, sign story and then flip Didi to the Yankees. Uh, no, thank you. No, I don't want him back. I'm okay. I did at one point, but I'm all right. Yeah, I'm okay. I- I'm fine. You got all those COVID injuries. <laughs> yeah. The Angels can never be counted out, I think, because Artie Moreno just likes to spend money on stuff that just he doesn't need to spend money on. And it's fake LA, so they have a draw. Yeah. They, they, what happened to them spending money on all the starters? They literally watch everybody else go. What the hell? I think they came, I think they legitimately came in second place each time. Did they really? That's hysterical. I think they 
they reported that they had a better offer than the Dodgers did for Scherzer. Wow. And a lot, well, I mean, I don't think Cohen was going to be denied on that one because I think he no. saw how Bauer went. So he was just like, I'm not losing another guy to the West Coast. Yeah. Can't um, release those shirts online again. Can't let that happen. God, no. Rachel Lupa just online trying to tell people, hey, it was actually, we started this. That's great. <laughs> she said, we did start the fire. <laughs> Good job. Good job. I think a little bit more than that, Rachel, but it's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, who else? The Phillies, the Angels. Um, well, the Tigers have a shortstop now. Yeah. Bias can play multiple positions technically. So I, you know, can't think for the money. He's them. definitely going to be playing short, though. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. I don't think you pay that much. Well, then again, Simeon also got 175 million to play second now for the Rangers. So it's like, <sighs> yeah. Although the smartest thing for the Rangers to technically do, well, this is just like a baseball nerd thing, but it's like, okay, put Seager at third now, Simeon at second, kind of Falefa or whoever at second base, but we'll get back to that in a second. Um, yeah, the pool of like teams that could use shortstops is very limited at this point. The Red Sox could be in on these guys because apparently they might have talked to Correa or had like some interest because Xander Bogars can't play shortstop at all, but obviously the dude rakes, so yeah. it's a little easier to hide his bat somewhere else. Um. Yeah, the, the pool is limited. It's literally the big obvious ones are the Phillies, the Yankees, and the Astros. And yeah, there's about two top names left, Correa, and then Dan talked about Trevor Story. What, let's, I'll have you lead off on that one. Uh, I don't think the Yankees want to get him because if they did want to get him, they would have gotten him at the deadline. Um, I think he would have been the guy that they would pay salary for, even though Cashman was on his I don't want to pay anybody anything crusade. Um, been not seeing anything, but just overall vibe has been that the Yankees haven't been in in on either of these guys. And I know there was the previous love affection for a story from the Yankees, but that was prior to the deadline and everything seems to have washed away. So I just really don't know where this is going. And also the Rockies want him back for some goddamn reason. Yeah, that was just the most Rockies thing ever. Heyman drops a tweet yesterday just like, hey, and in a shocking twist of events, the Rockies do want Trevor Story back. Like, what the hell? Yeah. And he'd be insane to do it too. Yeah. Um, which could just happen because the Rockies have some weird pull. Um, anyways, uh, he feels like the most likely in terms of like the big name guys, like because obviously there's only two left, but he feels like the more obviously the two they 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 have had interest in him in the past then they soured on him obviously at the deadline or no they did want him but the rockies were being a little stingy at the deadline though that was kind of the issue but then there was reports coming out at the beginning of the offseason hey the yankees front office has soured on trevor story they would much more prefer uh seager or simeon then obviously struck out of both of them because they both went to texas so was that a lie <sighs> might have been now I'm going through all these people who are like, Trevor Story follows this person on Instagram. Oh Aaron God, Boone follows no, this person on Instagram. No, it's no, just too much. No, I hate that. That's the worst rabbit hole out of all of social media. It's just like people oh, have friends. I yes, in their in their own sport. How, how dare they? How fucking dare they? Oh my God! I thought everybody hated each other. That's how it went. No, what? So stupid. Um. Yeah, so they, they have uh, they have very limited options. They have those two. We have just slandered Anderson Timmons to no end. Do not do it. I swear to God. They're going to do it. They're Probably. going to bring him and him in. They're going to get Rizzo back, and that'll be that. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, well, one last thing on the shortstop one. Uh, Rosenthal also said the Yankees are having talks with the Rangers about Isaiah Kinder-Falefa, who is kind of out of position now with uh, the Rangers. He could be their starting third baseman uh, to begin the year, depending on how they align their infield. But uh, he's an all-glove, no-bat infielder who I guess the Yankees just love now at this point. Yeah, they love, they love these guys. Like – I'm going to pull up his stat cast off for Dan to see. This dude doesn't know how to hit. It's actually hysterical. He's so bad at, like, we had him in fantasy baseball for a little bit because he had a hot streak at the beginning of the season. And I caught him because I realized he just wasn't hitting. I'm now caught in a rabbit hole of just going through tweets from people saying Trevor Story is going to sign with the Mariners. And then the, the very random one that says he's already signed with the Red Sox. So I'm enjoying my time here. Look at this. He's fourth percentile in average edge velocity. He's it's pretty good. Up. Look at all this blue. <laughs> daba dee, daba dee. Look at that K percentage. <laughs> he doesn't strike out, but he also doesn't he doesn't walk. <laughs> so what what does this guy do for me? He can run. He can't even feel it because his outs above average are terrible. Like, look at this. Look at that exit velocity. What is this? I think I could throw harder than that still. Uh, you might. He was a good field. Like he can't play shortstop. What the hell? What are they doing? He could play third base and like a little bit of second. This is so dumb. Oh, and people are like getting worse. People are like, oh, he can catch too. Look at his framing. His framing is awful. Oh, this is so bad. Like, all right. If your intent is to trade for him and have him be your super utility guy, you know, your your new Tyler Wade, I'm about it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. If your intent is we're gonna plug him at shortstop and hope we can strike. Lightning can strike twice, and we can change his like because he's very deep. Like DD before he was a Yankee was just all glove, no no bat, and then realized, hey, the porch is short. I could just hit, I could rip dingers there. If you're if you think that Lightning's going to strike twice, Cashman, that you're going to be able to turn this guy into DD 2.0, stop, stop right now, please. I completely agree with all you're saying, but Cashman loves his reclamation projects. He loves them absolutely well we'll get to some reclamation project topics in a second too let's go to first base so the twitter was a flame a few weeks ago because we all thought we were gonna get uh matt olson it's on the one yard line dave it's about to happen god that gary sanchez we're not even gonna go over the actual twitter account name he doesn't deserve clout uh (laughs) no clout that dude who people are like that might be cashman's burner even martinez who was texting us like i think it might be true i'm like i hope you are because i'm gonna look like a jackass if it's not but it wasn't it wasn't uh there was like a rumor deal it was like okay peraza plus uh devi plus luke voigt plus some throw in for matt olson it's gonna happen before uh friday the, the november 12th I never went down what, of course matt olson not a yankee 30th yeah, it's, it's it's November thirtieth. Madison, not a Yankee. Um, no, yeah, that was that was fun while it lasted for a good week. You know, Madison definitely coming, gonna be in pinstripes next year. Not, not didn't happen. Um, the the A's are still trying to trade him, or, or, or shopping. Obviously, they're trying to slash payroll. I feel like they're gonna take the time. The market for first baseman is kind of limited right now. It's literally us and the Red Sox. Maybe yeah. maybe the Braves, depending on what happens, Freddie Freeman, and possibly the. Dodgers now because they could use a left-handed bat after Seager left. I still want Olsen. The other option out there, there's a few other options, of course, in the first base market. The big one is Freddie Freeman, who feels like he's going to be re-signing with the Braves, but there's some people, some insiders saying, like, the Yankees will swoop in now that they just didn't care about the shortstop, addressing shortstop. 
how do you feel about Freddie Freeman? I mean, I think he's going to stay in Atlanta. So it's I like, think so too. I, although he just won a World Series, there's no reason to leave. He is a California native, like, or he's from California. So I think the one thing that does intrigue me is like the Dodgers swooping in and signing him. But I can't see them dedicating that's that much too much to- of a heel turn for him. Yeah, I can't see him just dedicate. I can't, I also can't see them just dedicating a ton of money to a first baseman. The way they like to mix and match with their players, I I, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. The only thing that concerns me is the Red Sox. Like if they turn around, and just like, hey, here's a whole bag, come play for us, and that he'll he will, that does for the next six or seven years. That would be I'm fucking just, terrible. Yeah, I, I feel like he goes back to Atlanta. Um, and then of course our beloved Anthony Rizzo is the other option, of course, too. Tony, um, I'm cool with him coming back at this point. Like I'm very okay with it. Yeah, because we're running out of things to do. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm totally fine with it. Uh, there's one more option, but I don't think it's going to happen because we already have a guy who's very similar to him. Which is? Uh, Schwarber. Yeah, I just to spite you, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I don't either. I'm just saying I'm, like, listing what the options are. I don't, yeah. I, I know in my head it's not going to happen. I, I know how much Cashman loves him, but I also realize, like, it's not a one-for-one, one, but it's like, okay, you have Gallo who actually could field versus – Schwarber who can't field and they're both lefties and they just hit dingers like it, it would be sick but I, I know it's not gonna happen and if it did happen I'm pretty sure the fan base would literally just turn Yankees turn the Bronx into a Godzilla movie <laughs> just post Knicks game vibes but all the time bing bong yeah it would just be that it would just yeah. be awful oh god what maybe think? that's what we need did maybe you think Kyle Schwarber you could have signed with the Yankees like it'd oh. just be that it'd be awful. Um, it would be so bad. Um, no, I know Cash has loved him in the past, they've been attached to him, you know, at rumors for years on end, feels like ever since that 2016 trade deadline. I, I don't think it's gonna happen at all. It just it would be cool. That's not gonna happen. So Rizzo or Olsen at this point. Uh, I hope they make this trade for Olsen, but if it's Rizzo, it's Rizzo. I don't know. I mean, we haven't heard anything from or regarding Rizzo and him going to a different team at this point, at least nothing tangible. So it mm-hmm. seems like he's kind of in the wings right now. For yeah, the Yankees. I, you could bleed that out. I feel like the first baseman markets can move slow. It just depends on what happens with Freeman first, and that's it, I think. Yeah. If Freeman decides to sign on the dotted line, like literally today, like maybe in the middle of recording, this would be hilarious. Like just, okay, yeah, I'm going back to Atlanta. And then I think you might see things like pick up a little bit more base, excuse me. Um, where teams are starting to get concrete connected to Olsen and Rizzo and probably Schwarber too. Actually, Schwarber was connected with the Phillies yesterday, so that'd be cool. Would have would have a lot of fun watching him and Bryce Harper hitting that lineup. A ton of fun. Ton of um, fun. I mean, yeah. Could you imagine the two of them in the lineup together? I try not to, but I can. It would be fun. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Reclamation Projects. <laughs> Let's not and say we did. Let's talk about starters, Dan. You know who I'm going to, right? Uh, oh, yeah, there's, I do, actually. There's a lefty, and it's not Carlos Rodon who I would want. Oh, then I don't know. <laughs> no, you do know. Just say it. One Matthew Boyd, all right? Oh, God, no. Uh, yeah, Matt Boyd, who we've also been connected to in the past. But the Tigers had a ridiculous ad. I remember the Tigers were asking for Glaber for Matthew Boyd. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> Times were better then. Yeah, well, I mean, Glaber hasn't done anything since, so it's okay. Yeah, um, it's fine. We're all on top. Yeah. God. 
Uh, yeah, Matt Boyd's a left-handed starter the Tigers had for a bit. Uh, really high strikeout rates, just doesn't do anything else well. Kind of seems like Robbie Ray 2.0, for being completely honest. The Yankees have loved him in the past, so he just got non-tendered. I fully expect them to sign him and be like, this is our fifth starter now. Like, here we go. Uh, I would hate that personally, especially <laughs> when Carlos Rodon is just sitting out there. Also, not a great choice considering his injury history sucks. So, Who would you rather have between the two? Rodon. Okay. Because at least Rodon has had a good season, and recently too. Would I commit a full like five-year deal to him? Absolutely not. Yeah. Would I give him like a two-year, like just here's a ton of money deal like they did with Verlander? Yeah, absolutely. I would be like, here's two years, here's 60 million or 50 million or whatever, go pitch for us, and maybe you're, you'll give us maybe 50 starts over the lifespan of that. You'll survive. Because the dude hasn't pitched over 28 starts in a year. <laughs> he finished fifth in Cy Young voting, and he only had 24 starts last year. Like, it's not good, but... It could happen. I, I fully expect something like that to happen. It seems like something Cash would do. Like, oh, no, 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 our training staff's good. Cressy knows what he's doing. It, there's no way he gets any soft tissue injuries this, this time around. <laughs> our team oh notoriously healthy all the time. Yeah, always healthy. Never never had an injury once. Not really these past few seasons. Don't, don't look it up. Um. Yeah, source. I, trust me, bro. It just, I was literally just about to say that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. I love baseball Twitter, and I also hate it. <laughs> God. Um. Yeah. Uh. The other options are some vet vet options. I don't think Granky will ever come to New York. No, he that, wouldn't survive here. I think he honestly, likes. I feel like Granky's probably going to go to either the Angels or the Dodgers at this point. He's pitching LA before, so yeah, makes the most sense. They both need starters. Uh, Kershaw also doesn't feel like he'd come to New York. He, it feels like either retirement, the Rangers or the Dodgers, and the Dodgers have the most need, so probably goes back to LA. Um, trying to think. Oh, Stroman. No, <laughs> he ain't coming here. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, one of my Mets fans, like one of my friends who's a Mets fan asked me, he was just like, why aren't you guys connected to Stroman? I'm just like, didn't he bury the hatchet with cash? And I was like, he absolutely did not do that. No, I was just like, that, that didn't happen. We're about to get blocked by Stroman just for mentioning his name. Good. I hope he does block us. Oh, God. <laughs> I hope he does. I'll, I'll meet you over at Mulcahy, Mulcahy's and we'll, fight, we'll figure this out for ourselves. Come on. What are we doing? I'll join you. Fuck yeah, it. Good. You can hold his arms down while I just punch him in the gut. <laughs> Punch in that belly. Yeah, I'm just gonna punch his belly until <laughs> <laughs> he passes out. I no. It, Marcus Stroman was never happening. Cashman does not like him. Like like he would make. He makes from a pure baseball perspective makes all the sense in the world. He is what you get. Like what you see is what you get. Like he will give you a three five a three three to a three eight ERA. He throws a sinker. He's a good ground ball pitcher. Or would work perfect in the Yankee Stadium. The attitude is great, honestly, for New York because he, he's a he's a native New Yorker. He knows how to pitch here. He did it for the Mets. He is just extremely online. <laughs> is the issue dangerously online? Yeah, literally. Like it's Trevor Bauer levels of being online, honestly. Not to yeah. that extreme where it's like, okay, like he's you know, but he's just so online. He hates everybody. Which, like, is fine, I guess. In some, but he hates Cash. I think Cash and him jelly just have beef. Cash and had the quote a couple years back or something like that. Like, if they had made the deal for him uh, at that deadline, 
Um, he probably wouldn't have been in, he wouldn't have been in the postseason rotation. He probably would have been out of the bullpen, which honestly was like very petty from Cashman. Like he never really says that about anybody. Um, uh, yeah, it, it just doesn't seem like a fit. I'm pretty sure he called Michael K a racist too online. That wasn't fun. Allegedly, he called Keith as a racist. So he did do that. That was officially. That's not even allegedly. That 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 did happen. That ha- that happened. That happened. Um, <laughs> he makes all the sense from the world from a baseball perspective. From person perspective, no, stay away. Go back to the no. Nets or just go somewhere else, please. God. No. Um. Trade candidates, uh, the Reds are standing further. They want to haul back for Luis Castillo. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, the other two starters from the Reds are Sonny Gray, which is not a non-starter, no matter how much I would like like to see that topsy-turvy world happen. That's not happening. I know that. Uh, and then Tyler Maley or Molly or whatever. Uh, <clears throat> he's a good middle rotation starter, but I just don't think the Yankees are probably going to engage in that. I guess they could, if they could get a large package, like, like you give a little more prospects up to get Olsen, you could probably get one of the Oakland starters as well. So I guess that is something to look forward to potentially. I don't think they're going to do anything. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, the one thing that didn't make sense to me in my head and people were reporting is like, okay, the Yankees will flip. There was like, again, it was unverified stuff, but it was, it was a good theory. Honestly, it was sound. It was like, okay, the Yankees will flip Gary to the Marlins for a pitcher because they have a surplus of pitching and then flip some lower-end prospects of the Pirates for Jacob Stallings to platoon with Higgy. And I was like, I'm on board with it. It's not the worst idea. Didn't happen. No, the Marlins went out of their way and got Stallings. Yeah, they were just like, we're going to circumvent that. We're going to cut out the middle, man. There's no need for this. (laughs) We don't need the third team. We don't need... Who needs the third team? We'll just go after him. Uh... Wilson Contreras is now very available, but that just feels like a lateral move. Hey, he tweeted a thing about planes taking off and landing, so who knows? Is he Mike Trout? What is this? <laughs> I, I don't know. What's I'm not doing the weather. <laughs> I'm not doing the Eagles. <laughs> I'm doing the Wentz. What are we doing here? Uh, uh, we're going to talk about football in a little bit. <laughs> Getting... Football chat coming up after this. Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, yeah, Contreras feels like a lateral move. He's also freighted at the end of the year, just like Gary, and uh, his defense also kind of sucks. And he, he hits okay, like that's basically like it, it, it's what you see is what you get. That That's it. Um, so I don't know. Uh, what's the and then there's Brian Reynolds from the Pirates, too, who people thought we were connected to, uh, for a center fielder, but like that's gonna you're gonna have to give an arm up, you're gonna have an arm and a leg, and I don't think Cashin can afford to part with either of those. No, he needs them to stay warm. You just go back. Just see if they're interested in Clint Frazier and Miguel Anduar. We're only a couple we still years have late. them, right? We, we still, still have the roster. Only a couple years late. That's it. The Pirates <laughs> asked, asked us for them a few years back, and the Cashman said no, but I think he's willing to renegotiate. Yeah. Anything can happen. Oh, my God. Those RIP those names, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> just just give them Anduar and Frazier. I mean, like, we were guilty of that as well, of course, too. But, like, those... It's they, the simplest option. They eventually got funnier as they went on, honestly, because it was just like outlandish. He was like, just Mike Trout for, uh, you know, Frazier and Anduar. Like, you yeah, get two good sense. players, we get one. It's fine. It evens out. Both of them can't field. One of them's concussed for life. And, you know, the other one doesn't have a position. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's looking bleak. I don't know what the hell is going to happen. The sport's about to go in a lock-in anyway, so really it's off my hands for a little bit. I got to actually worry about football and college basketball for the next few months instead, so that's cool. Um. What does the ideal rest of your offseason look like? Uh, uh, they cancel baseball. Okay. I said non-lockout edition, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean for the season. I mean permanently. 
Oh, good. Compromise outlaw the sport. They, they compromised to a permanent end, Major League Baseball. I can't wait to watch the XLB in 2023. Dude, Barry Bonds is coming back. He's using a metal bat. It's going to be sick. Hell yes. Bonds versus a handgun. Who do you got? <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, the, I'm going to hold out hope for a Rodone story Olsen trade to end the offseason. And I'm going to get Anderson Simmons, Matthew Boyd, and then Masahiro Tanaka returns yeah. just, just as the cherry on top of the pile of just shit here. <laughs> that number 19 jersey reveal in the locker room is going to be fucking Oh, hell sick. yeah. Let the band play. <laughs> Let the band play Tanaka. <laughs> oh, my God. Why is our team so poor? <laughs> I don't know. It sucks. It really sucks. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think the ideal rest of my offseason looks like, like, from a rational to irrational standpoint, like in the middle of the two, I would just be like, all right, give sign story, trade for Olsen or just re up with Rizzo, uh, sign Rodone and or trade for Castillo. I think that's it for me. And then maybe bring back Tanaka anyways, just because, like, what the hell? He, he wants to come back. So just do it. You want Correa, but I, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. It's not happening, but I want it. Oh my God, Marchetta. All right, we got to message one of our group chats. It's just we got so breaking bad. news that we can't reveal yet. We can't reveal <laughs> he, had a, he had a dirty message. We're not reading that on there. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Whispering something filthy in your ear. <laughs> that's bad. Um, that's uh, bad. I, Castillo, price is too high. I'm kind of with you on Rodon, but I don't think that's going to happen either. Yeah. Matthew Trashcan Boyd feels kind of oh. likely. Not even oil can trash can. <laughs> no, yeah, trash can mean. <laughs> uh, story, I guess, but there seems to be momentum towards him going elsewhere. Um, they keep I, saying he's connected to the Yankees, but I don't think that's actually true. I feel like this one's a, I feel like that one's a swerve for some reason. Uh, Andrelton Simmons is definitely going to come here. They're going to break out number two out of retirement, they're going to give it to him. And on the fence about Olsen, I just think that if it was going to happen it would happen by now and the price is probably increasing as the minutes go by so i'll say rizzo so you're saying rizzo simmons and then boyd yeah <laughs> god Happy the off ultimate, season everybody the ultimate broke boy off season this is great yeah yankees will finish in fourth place in the al east behind and... the the rays the red sox and the jays of course yep uh judge will leave and that's it. San Francisco. It's going to be awesome. Yep. Oh my God. It's so bad. It's, we're not at like crisis, crisis levels, but it's just like you're seeing more of the same because the Yankees just have a reluctance to just actually spend, like, not even like dole out big contracts. I'm not even just saying that. They just have a reluctance to spend any money now, which is wild. What are you doing? You can still spend money. It's okay. It's so stupid. They won't. Don't worry. I saw. I also saw some James Paxson rumors in there too, and I I was about to just <sighs> leap of faith, Miles Morales style, off the <sighs> off the Louisville Slugger bat. God, no! What's up, danger? Just yeah, <laughs> he has the ex- exaggerated swagger of the guy who's just fed up with his baseball team. Oh my goodness gracious! It sucks. It really, really sucks. Um. All right. That's, that's the intro. That's the, that's the intro. It's the uh, it's that time of the year. 
D-train Hall of Fame D-train. ballot voting season. Dan and I decided to look D. at the, uh, the the ballot and uh, give a little assessment on uh, who we would vote if we had votes, which we obviously do not. But let's take a gander, buddy. Let's let's come back to it. This is a pretty sweet setup. I like this. It's not bad. Uh, All right. Definitely some appealing options on here. I can't lie. Are you going to be a rule breaker and vote for Schilling, even though he requested not to be put into the hall? Absolutely not. I'm not voting for him. Yeah, no, he's he's firmly been off my ballot. It's all right. Yeah. Don't worry. His sock is still in the Hall of Fame, so that's pretty cool. Whoop-de-doo with the, what, like 20-year-old McDonald's ketchup just dried onto that thing? Yeah. Fantastic. So stupid. Anyways, uh... We have some overlap. We do. We do have like consensus on like guys we did want to together. Um, bonds. Yeah, consensus. Bonds. Bonds. Clemens. Both. Both of us. Yeah. Okay. Bonds. Clemens. Uh, I'm more so on Bonds than Clemens, but I, I am too. Yeah, I, I am as well. But I do. I do think Clemens deserves a shot. I feel like they both have, like go hand in hand. I think at this point. So gonna break some news to you. Neither of them are gonna get in. No, they're not. This is just like if we had a vote, we would just like ju- we would just grease the yeah. you know grease their palms a little bit. Just letting all the viewers know. Yeah, we we don't have. Happening. Yeah, we're down. You know, it's me. I am White Sox, Dave. <laughs> we're gonna have to. We that. should pretend we have a vote. Yeah, you know, no one's gonna know. No, it's fine. Uh, I have Roland. I'm on the fence. Okay. I'm I'm a guy who would be inclined if I did have a vote to vote for as many as possible. So I think he would make it on mine as well. Yeah, I feel like I'd use all 10. Especially least... because I'm not voting for Viscal or Schilling. Yeah, so. those guys are automatically out for me as well. Uh, I'm not doing Viscal, I'm not doing Schilling. I like outside issues aside, I don't even think Viscal really qualifies for me, totally speaking. Like he's no. well, he's below he's below three thousand hits. He didn't hit that well. I think the glove was a tad overrated, to be totally honest. That's just me, personally speaking. But whatever. yeah, uh, we're just running down like name uh, Wagner. How do you feel? I feel good about it. I I'll put him in. I vote Billy Wagner in. I think he's probably one of the he's probably the third best closer of all time. I feel like behind Mo Hoffman. I think, personally speaking. Yeah, least. I think you're right about that. I think at his peak, he was. Probably on there. par. Yeah, he's like on par with the two of them, honestly. I think. Yeah. They, they had I think even more so. Like, I would do Mo <clears throat> at the peak, Mo Wagner than Hoffman. I think I agree. Wagner had times where he was better than Mo. Yeah, Wagner had some really good season there. He's a, he was a good closer. So and he I, also used Enter Sandman. He did. He actually used a first. People forget that. Yeah. Uh, Helton. Uh, we just had a Rocky go in. I don't know. I'm I'm about it. I'll allow it, okay. but I'm not. It's not going to be my favorite vote. Okay. Uh, I want to put Sammy Sosa in. Oh, you want to put Sosa? I'm not. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write them down at least, so we have like a tally. Of yeah, I forgot we have the ability to do that. I got it. I'm writing it down to see like who has which one. Um, so we both have Bonds, both mm-hmm. have Clemens, uh, both have Roland. We're at three. Uh, both have Wagner. Four. Give me Sosa. I have Helton. You have Sosa. Yep. Okay. Okay. Ow. This is great radio. Uh, numbers, numbers, numbers. Give me Six. Sheffield. Uh, I'm about Chef. I, I would. I, I'll put Chef as a question mark for me in case I run out of space. 
500 yeah. dongers, and he's also cool as hell. Yeah, I'll put yeah. Chef in there. Put him he in. couldn't field for crap, but he was one of the more prolific hitters of our lifetime, so I'm about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jones, Andrew Jones, how do you feel about that? I'm about it. Man's you're a machine. A, you're a Jones truther. Give me that center field glove, baby. I'll, I'll I'll put him as a question mark for now, but I do think you. I put it. Jeff Kent, I think we both said no. Yeah. He's really good among the second baseman, but I just feel like you could do better. It's not a waste of a vote if you if you do vote for Jeff Kent, but it's just like I feel like you could do better in terms of just like someone you vote in. Also, I want to make sure you put A Rod on mine before I run out of space. Oh no, we're gonna do that. That that's a, that was an auto bid. Uh, Pettit. No. Uh, yeah, me neither. He's got the rings, but that doesn't really do it for me he, in a world he ha- where he has a better case than Mark Beerley for me at least, like because I'm yes. not about Beerley at all. So, <laughs> Tory Hunter. Uh, I'm not about it. No, Hall of very good. Yeah, I like uh, Bobby Abreu better than Tory. I do like Abreu a lot. I'll put Abreu on there. I'll put Jones too. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, this is seven, and then A Rod's eight. Both of us. Yeah, we're both putting A Rod in because it's our guy. He's that guy, pal. Oh, uh, Manny. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of question marks. Yeah, this one's a little. Is Manny high. on board? Hmm. We're at eight right now. By the way, we okay. have we have five more candidates to go through. Uh, Tim Hudson. No. Tax. <laughs> Me neither. Put Ortiz on mine. Oh, you're voting for Poppy. Okay. Yeah, because I know you're not going to. I'll vote for Manny then. Okay. I'll put Manny on mine. I know Manny's a lot more questionable than Poppy, but I feel like just despite Red Sox fans, I'm not putting Poppy on mine. They're like, well, why would you put Manny then? Because I don't know. Manny was cool as hell. Yeah. He wore sweatpants. He did. Yeah, man, Manny, Manny's ordered his tickets. Or what did the, the Manny's Mets? on board. Manny's on board. <laughs> in the black helmet. He would have looked fantastic in those uniforms. So sick. Ryan Howard? Uh, no. AJ Pruszynski? No. I saw someone wrote that Ryan Howard. Like, so Ryan Howard got a vote from yeah. a writer, and they're like, he is the fifth best first baseman on this ballot. Look at the war. Look at the war. Like, look at the career war. All right. So what like, is for, it good for? If, what is it? No, career first baseman. Look, Helton with 60, Helton was at 61.8, right? Tax, 50.6. Justin Moore, no, 27. Joe Nathan, 26.7. Ryan Howard, 14. <laughs> yeah, but he looked good on a box of cards. I had, because my friends who are Phillies fans were just like, no way. He was like the second best first baseman of all time, like behind Pools. It was like, like during that era, I'm like, I pardon? Excuse huh. me. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I think that that's it. All right, I got nine guys on my ballot. Uh, how many, however many I have, I'm fine with. You I don't have, really care for any of these other. I would give Jeff Ken a vote if I had like an extra one, but I really don't. We do have that. an extra vote. We have one left. Uh, you want to make it a full ten for both of us and put Kent for both for both of us? Yeah, why not? All right, we got the space. Cool. It could go to Pettit if you're feeling it. No, Kent. Okay. Yeah, give me Kent. All right. Fuck Pettit. Wow. 
strong words from the one guy. I got to incite some violence. All right. So our Hall of Fame ballots are pretty similar. Both have Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Scott Rowland, Billy Wagner. Uh, I have uh, Gary Sheffield, Andrew Jones, Bobby Abreu, Alex Rodriguez, and Jeff Kent. I have Todd Helton. Um, and Manny Ramirez on mine. Daniel has Sammy Sosa and Big Poppy on his. Give me the sloppy baby. Yeah. This is our fucking ballot. This is our ZD. Our ZD. All right. As always, we're going to do a little uh, movie review at the end. Yeah, this and is I'm... a pop culture podcast, and we would never leave you without a movie review. Dave, you recently saw Last Night in Soho. Give me all of your thoughts on this movie. That was a piece of art. Yeah, it was art. All right. It was cinema, as I like to say. Um, Edgar Wright, one of my favorite directors. Uh, if you've ever seen the Three Cornetto trilogy, great movies. Uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. World's End is not that great, but he's pretty good. Baby Driver also really good, too. Baby Driver um, was good till the main villain got canceled. Uh, yeah, and the main protagonist, too. Yeah, Ansel... <laughs> People don't really like. So, so he's a little on the fence there. Um, the movie's great. The movie is great, though. The movie is objectively good. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a little too Joker arc ish, or just like depiction of like like. Did she have schizo? Like, I wasn't sure. I'm okay. I also I saw. Got, I saw the movie on. before Dave did. I saw it One opening sec. day Hang in on. LA because you know I'm good like that. I'm cool. Um. <laughs> All right. Yeah. If you're a gap in the audio, I got a package, and my dog was going nuts. So sorry about yeah. that. Um, Yankee also mad, at, just like we are. Uh, yeah, Yankee very mad. Um. <laughs> anyways, yeah. Joker arc. Talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um. Yeah, it's about a girl who goes away to. She's from like middle of England. She goes away to. Uh, actually, I don't really know. People in England probably get mad at me, but yeah, she was in the countryside of England. And she goes to. Uh, the London School of Fashion or something like that uh, to pick up a career in fashion, of course. She likes to design dresses. Her mom did the same thing, too, but her mom uh, was killed or died in Britain. I think she killed herself. London. Yeah, something happened. She dies, but they don't tell you how. There was I was left with a lot of questions, honestly. They don't tell you a lot. No, they don't. They just give you, like, hints, and it's just like, well, how did the mom die? It was like, London ate her, and it was like, that's not an answer. That's not how cities work. That's not an answer at all it's like yeah london ate her whole it's like that's just like that's it's cool in a poetic sense but like what happened um yeah she goes there uh obviously not being from the city herself uh being from a small town in illinois in england uh things weren't like she doesn't really adjust the city life and then um then she sees ghosts yeah she also sees ghosts apparently she's the ghost of her mom a lot and then uh yeah, she gets in, like, she meets her roommates. They're pretty mean to her because obviously she's not exactly uh, city material and she's a little too open by saying, like, oh, yeah, my mom died. And they're just like, oh, she's just trying to get attention. Like, not the case. Yeah, they bullied died. her for good reasons. Yeah, they, they bullied her because they're just like, oh, she's just trying to get attention. Like, no, no, her mom, like, literally died. Like, I don't know what she, like, what, what, what is the movie trying to tell you? Um, people suck. Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, uh, she moves out of her dorm. She finds a flat, an apartment in American terms um, somewhere else in England. Uh, she rents the upstairs uh, room from this old lady who lives there. 
who's looking to have a tenant. Um, she moves in. Um, and then like, for some reason, she starts getting bizarre dreams about this woman played by Anya Taylor-Joy living during the 60s. It's like Inception, but cooler. Uh, essentially, she starts having these vivid dreams about this girl who may or may not have existed, apparently. And then you find out she did exist, of course. Um, and she decides to model her whole life after this lady who lived in the 60s that she just sees in her dreams. Because uh, who wouldn't do that? Yeah, some chaos ensues. Uh, the dreams become more vivid and then eventually more violent. Turns out the 60s were not as glamorous as she thought they would be. Um and then, you know, the plot kind of builds from there. I don't want to spoil the whole thing, I guess. But uh, it was pretty interesting. The visuals were really good. Like, I really yeah. love the visuals. Music, well done. Well placed within the film. Yeah, I feel like uh, Eddie Wright did Baby Driver. was just like, I want to do more DJ stuff, but in movies again. And was just like, here's an old soundtrack. I'm going through my Tarantino arc. Uh, yeah, he essentially just found a box of records from that era and said, this is what I'm using. Yeah, essentially, like that's that's basically what he did. Which I was like, that's fine. It was pretty good. Like the soundtrack was good. The uh, the visuals were really good. The plot was very weird because you're left with a lot more questions than you have answers. Um, my chief one is just like, what the heck did she have that caused her to see ghosts and whatnot? Like, is it schizo? Like, is she just mentally ill? Like, what would it? It was a lot like Joker in that in that sense because it was just like, yeah, mental illness is sick. It's like uh, that's not no no. Yeah, all I learned is that if you're mentally ill, you get powers. Yeah, her power was she got to see ghosts, and that's pretty cool. It was she also uh, killed an old man. That's fine though. Yeah, that happened. Uh, unintentional. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, spoiler wording for this movie that came out a month ago. Yeah, spoiler. Um, acting was pretty solid. I thought it was all right. Like it wasn't too bad. Uh, I like uh, who's the main actress? I can't pronounce her name. She was Thomas in Thomas McKenzie. Thomas McKenzie. That's how you pronounce it. She was in Jojo Rabbit. If you've ever seen that, uh, she was the. Uh, uh, the Jewish girl hiding in the closet upstairs uh, in that movie. She's pretty good. Like I like what she's she's been doing so far. Um, yeah. she's good. Anya Taylor Joy always great. Um, she just fits that sixties aesthetic and vibe very well. Matt Smith played a really good dirtbag, so I was pretty yeah. happy about that. Um, yeah, it was a it was a solid movie. Not favorite one, but this is the first time I've been to the movies in a hot minute. Hot um, second. Yeah, hot, hot second. Haven't been in the movies in well over a year plus. Uh, but pretty good. Good good comeback for me. Um, I'll give this movie... Uh, How many cannolis? I was going to do one and a half Joker arcs out of two. All right. That's good ranking. I like that. Yeah, one and a half out of two Joker arcs. Good. Would you rather like... watch this movie again or watch Reagency unfold as it did? Uh, probably rewatch this movie, honestly. All right. Free, free agencies makes me cry. This movie actually made me just like go, huh? Hey. Hey. Um, oh, she was the Joker. Oh, the whole time. Oh boy, the razor training Kiermeyer and Wendell. Oh, breaking make, news from our make space. Pot, our, <laughs> our pop yeah, culture the, podcast. Yeah, breaking breaking news. Oh my god. Yeah, so uh this is fun. Um, have you seen any movies recently you want to recap real quick? Or, uh, uh, you've yeah, been Ghostbusters movies? Afterlife. Oh, yeah, let's do this one. Okay, <laughs> I also saw Eternals, which was really long. Um, but Ghostbusters Afterlife, much more important to talk about at the end of this baseball podcast 
Uh, I thought they did a really great job casting Egon Spengler's grandchildren, which is not a spoiler because it happens in the first five minutes of this movie. They tell you about it from the get go, too. Like they tell yeah. you, like they told you in the trailers and stuff. The so vibes okay. that you get from the trailers are telling you everything you need to know about this movie. Yeah, true, true, um, true. Special appearances from some special friends throughout the end of this picture. Um, I thought Paul Rudd was fantastic in his role as sort of. Ghostbusters fan who was outside of the whole thing that happened in the original two movies because Ghostbusters 2016, who you're going to call, does not exist in this universe. Um, so I think they did a really good job of kind of making this an extension of a story that happened almost 40 years ago. Um, ghosts were fun. The action was good. It was definitely a movie that was geared more towards a younger audience, but I think you would enjoy it if you were an adult. I will give it because I can't spoil the ending because I think it's pretty important. Yeah. Um, I'll give it four Bustin' Makes Me Feel Good out of six <laughs> Bustin' Makes Me Feel Good. Why is it six? I Because it is. How many Ghostbusters are there? There's only four. There's three canonical Ghostbusters. Eight if you want to treat the one that's technically non-canonical. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait till they're like, all right, the universe is opened up. I can't stop them coming through. And then Kate McKinnon just shows up. Oh my God. I did not think you said universe is there. I thought you said another U word. I so. didn't say uterus. Because <laughs> I was like, well, that's on brand for what that movie was about or what it featured and said. You know what? Never mind. Let's just. You know what? All I'm saying is go to the movies. It's a good time. Go to the movies. Dan and I are going to be actually in person together once again. Uh, he's yeah. coming back to New York for a little bit. So, yeah, yeah. I'll probably go see Spider Man. Maybe we'll give you a little recap of that just the whole deal. A little taste of the spider. A little taste of the spider, of the spooter. Uh, yeah. I, uh, free agency's been sad. Holding out hope that the Yankees maybe just make one last push. Maybe not even before the lockout, but maybe just like afterwards they come out reinvigorated and realizing they need to do something. But I just waiting for a long two months of just nothingness hey baseball's almost canceled we almost made it all right we'll talk to you guys see ya some point <laughs> wake up wake up wake up wake up wake up wake 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 up out of your sleep wake up wake up out of your sleep wake up i command you in the name of jesus Thank you.